0: Hey, I'm Ben. And I'm Evan. And welcome to Coffee Break. Welcome back to Coffee Break. Uh, no, it's December, so... It is December, and we are ready for Christmas. I think everybody's ready for Christmas. Walmart is a little too ready for Christmas. They have been for months.
1: But, you know, you got to sell them. Kroger does the same thing. Every big supermarket does the same thing. But we're ready. It's December, and it can only mean one thing.
0: Yep, and that means movies, music, and a little cheesy, lots of Christmas cheer. That's true. (laughs) Um, What we're going to talk about in this podcast is just, like, things that... You know, are very. I would say I'm not gonna say controversial, but people have a lot of opinions on them when it comes yeah, to Christmas time, just
1: like hotly debated topics when it comes to Christmas and movies and music and all that stuff.
0: So first, we're gonna start off with a couple of polls that I sent out uh, a while ago about Christmas movies. Now, not just you know, I I, I put out a Christmas movie uh Christmas movie survey about like you know what's your favorite movie during the Christmas time, and you know it. <laughs> I always forget about the number one movie that was suggested was Elf. Mm -hmm. And I always forget about Elf, which is really weird until because I I really didn't watch Elf until maybe I was like 12. Really? Yeah.
1: I grew up with that movie. I would probably say that's up there with my favorite Christmas movies. The weird thing was um, not too long ago in uh, Faith in Film class, we were looking at a list of the top 20 Christmas movies of all time. And the two that were not on there that shocked me, Elf was not on there. Polar Express was not on there. Really? Which did not make a whole lot of sense. But huh. fortunately, what our poll- ne- What was
0: number one on that list? Number
1: one was uh, It's a Wonderful Life. It's Wonderful Life. Now, I'm more of a White Christmas kind of guy. I do love White Christmas. I would personally give it to a Wonderful right, Life. Right, It's kind of what el- like it's, it's almost what else could it be? Isn't Bing Crosby in- white christmas that's yeah yeah. oh yeah i mean that's where like like white christmas was on there white christmas was on there but it was further down a little bit but it's a wonderful life was kind of you know what else could it be yeah i mean it's i mean it's jimmy stewart it's it's classic it's a great movie but Mm. our polls did fortunately include the two that i was mad that were not on there uh so the first one that like we said was elf and there's like
0: 20 people who said elf and i was like okay i guess elf is a big one
1: i'm very partial to elf i love it it's got an absolutely stellar cast as you know will ferrell james khan mary Steenburgen. like all three of them do phenomenal jobs and like it, it's hilarious it's so quotable and it's it's one that i've grown up with for so long uh the next one on there is of course polar express which I'm not going to lie. I have, I've probably only seen Polar Express like once. Really? Yeah. I really, I, wow. have, I have not like, that's not one that I've like seen over and over again. Like elf. I don't know. I just, I I'll probably watch it again some point over break, but I just, that's one I've not seen that much. The
0: thing is, this is my thing with Polar Express. My whole family loves it. I can't stand the movie. Why not? And I'll, and I'll, really? and I'll tell you why. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. So we, my family has been obsessed with it for so long. And, it's just like, I, it, it was so boring. And it's so boring in the beginning. For me, I liked, the only part that I enjoyed was the part where Santa came in. And I'm like, oh. And the bell and that whole story about like, you look into the bell and like, he can't hear it. And I think yeah. that's a really cool thing. But just leading up to that, I just, I mean, except for the hot chocolate, like that, <laughs> that song is lit. Like that song is actually amazing. But other than that, like, it's a snoozer for me.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the next one we had on our list was Christmas Vacation.
0: Never seen it. Really? Yep.
1: Okay. My, here's my thing with Christmas Vacation is that um, it's, it's, of course, in the National Lampoon Vacation series, and it's the third movie in that series. Now, everyone uh, builds Christmas Vacation as a classic Christmas movie, which I agree it is. And I, think, I, I do think it's a great movie. I think it's hilarious. But the thing is, for me... I had seen the first two vacation movies before I saw Christmas vacation. And for me, it, it, it's a good Christmas movie, but it really didn't live up to the first two movies. Cause I thought the first one, just national lampoons vacation was so funny and so clever for the time. And the next one was European vacation, which, which was good. Like it wasn't as good, but like it, it was still funny. Christmas vacation was funny, But it just, it didn't have the same feel that the first two did. So I like, I I would say like, if you're, if you're going into it, expecting it to be a great, like third edition to this series, you'll probably be a little bit let down. But I I absolutely agree that it's a classic Christmas movie and I see why it is. So yeah, you should see it at some point in your life.
0: All right. Add that one to the list. Uh, The next one is Home Alone, which unfortunately i don't like that either really i don't think i, love I don't home think alone. of it as a christmas movie like i don't know i just i i feel like they I, I just feel like the plot really is i don't know i don't like i don't like the actor forget you don't name. like recall again mm, 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 Nah, i'm, I'm good no, I'm <laughs> he's he can you know yeah i'm not oh. a fan of home alone
1: oh well i mean to each their own i that's another one that i kind of grew up with though i've seen it so many times but I mean, it's a classic. You can't you can't deny it. It is a classic. Uh, the next one is the Santa yeah. Claus. Here with we go. Tim Allen. This is,
0: this this was all three of them was the ones that those were the ones that I thoroughly enjoyed and would watch every single Christmas. And I did not care how old they got.
1: I'm gonna be honest, I've only seen the first one. The
0: first one? Okay, that's fine because like the second one and third one aren't as good as the I just first remember
1: one. Martin Short in one of them as Jack Frost.
0: Mar- yeah, Martin
1: Short was uh in the third one. The third one? Yeah. I've probably seen like a like part of that on like Nickelodeon or some yeah. tent channels come on around Christmas time.
0: Yeah. And the thing is the reason why I love that that show is cause it's actually pretty well like done, if you ask. I think it's very well done for like the time it was written. Like the whole story about how mm. he... Slowly transitions to Santa Claus. He has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. And that is also like a love story behind it. And and I I actually really like it. And And there's a whole
1: thing with his son and everything too.
0: That was like the Tim Allen prime. The very little prime Tim Allen had was that. That and Shaggy Dog.
1: Okay, come on. He was Buzz Lightyear.
0: You're right. (laughs) Did you
1: ever watch Home Improvement? Uh, No. That show was great. It was no. on Nick at Night, but anyway, I d- I still like Tim Allen. Um, the next one on our list is a Mickey Mouse Christmas.
0: Yes. So so I actually put this one on a list because so there's two of them, right? Okay. So there's the Christmas uh the Christmas story, which is with, with like Scrooge and whatnot, and it is Christmas Carol. You mean Christmas? Yeah, Christmas Carol. Um, and the Christmas it is, story is another movie I'll talk yeah, about yeah. it in a second, but yeah, a Christmas Carol. And it it I, have you seen the Christmas Carol Mickey one? You know what I'm talking about. So it's like. Uh, it's like Scrooge. It's like the whole Scrooge story, but with Disney characters. And it's like, it's the sweetest thing in the world. And it was a tradition for me to watch it with my family. And then there was the other Christmas, uh, Mickey Mouse special when it had like three separate stories in one movie. Really? And it was like the thing is we just watched this um recently in our English class because I was so excited to watch it. And I was like, I need to watch it. I haven't watched it like in like ten years. And it was like Donald Duck had a story, Goofy had a story, and then Mickey had a story. And it was all, like, really, like, good stories. And I remember watching it, and I was like, wow, this is actually really well done. Like, the stories was amazing, and it was, I don't know. I, I, it was always a really big tradition to watch, you know, Mickey Mouse Christmas stories at Christmas time.
1: I feel that. Um, the biggest one for me, um, I would say, besides the ones who've already, besides Elf, is actually, I, you may think I'm a little biased to this because we just did the show, but Charlie Brown Christmas.
0: I do enjoy Charlie Brown.
1: I love that one. We always watch that at my grandparents' oh, yeah. house. Like they, that's everybody in my family loves that one. We have one. the tree.
0: We have the the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, like a little a derp little branch <laughs> with one ornament on it. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, that, that was a big one for me. Elf and Charlie Brown Christmas are the are the the big two that my family always watches.
0: Yeah, and last one on our list was the Grinch. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which it really is well done. I'm not going to I I, I the, the animated one? Well, no, I don't like the animated one.
1: You're talking about the Jim Carrey version? I like movie? the
0: Jim Carrey version. The reason No, the reason why is cuz it's there that's we talked about this in the movie in the in the one we talked about movies in the movie podcast. Mm-hmm. I like it when actors take a odd twist on characters. Okay. Like he made it into something different. Like he put his own little thing into it. Kind of like how Johnny Depp did with Willy Wonka, you made it kind of freak, like kind of creepy kind of guy. and That's what I thought the Grinch was. I thought I was afraid of the Grinch, but dear god, yeah. I love the movie. I thought it was hilarious.
1: Like for me, like when I think of it other than the book obviously, I like the 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 original animated one, like I think it's probably it hurts the, my
0: head watching it now though.
1: <laughs> I was like from the 60s like that's just my image of it because I think that's just a classic thing that a lot of people have seen. It, it is classic, and I have respect for it. I like it, but for me, the Jim Carrey movie. Also, I love Jim Carrey. I do too. I mean, I don't know. Just seeing him with that is just kind of <laughs> off-putting for me. I, I I I completely agree with actors putting a twist on things, but I don't know. It's just it's it's a Dr. Seussie thing because yeah. I I mean I grew up reading Dr. Seuss books. and I have so did. many yeah. of those Cat in the Hat was like I've read that so many times, but I mean when when I just think of the Grinch, I just think of a Dr. Seuss looking character, which Jim Carrey is not. Uh, I mean (laughs) well, okay. Heike looks like an who, but it's all right. (laughs) Actually that's true. (laughs) He does. Just when I think of a Dr. Seuss character, Jim Carrey's not the first guy that comes to my mind.
0: Um and we won't even get started on the one that just came out, the the new Grinch.
1: I'm I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on (laughs) that because We'd be here for a little bit, but yeah. well, everybody, to just have your own opinion on that, we'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> um, the next thing we wanted to talk about, and um, our next poll we sent out, was about Christmas music. I remember um, a few episodes back, we sent out a poll asking when do you think uh, is the appropriate time to start playing Christmas music, and I think uh, Ben and I both agreed that it was like uh, December first or after Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, at
0: at least after, at Thanksgiving, least after Thanksgiving, at Thanksgiving, most like. December, because I'm in the the spirit now, yeah.
1: Um, So we asked this time, uh, the first poll we asked is, who is the king of Christmas music, uh, given two options with Michael Buble versus Justin Bieber? And and I'll tell you why I put Justin Bieber Michael Buble compared to, I mean, okay,
0: if you really think about it, you know, Andy Williams has a bunch out there. Bing Crosby has a bunch out there. Dean Martin. Those are all the things. Those are all the people who you hear on the radio. Oh
1: yeah, I mean you hear your Sinatra too, Nat King Cole. And, all and the those thing guys. Is,
0: you won't. I guarantee, if I was to put that poll out, people would be like,
1: "Who? Yeah, what? I mean Sinatra, they might know, but mm, yeah, there's an off chance, but that's the reason why I put more modern. I was like, knowing my followers
0: on my Instagram, I was like, okay, so Justin Bieber and. Michael Buble. And if you ask me, you can't relate the two. No. It, it, Michael Buble is on a complete different tier, and it's much higher than Justin Bieber.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I, we were both hoping that this poll would turn out as I think it should, and it did. Michael Buble had 67 votes, winning with a landslide, while Justin Bieber had eight.
0: And those eight were all f- sophomores and freshmen, so. And one Get senior. Get with it, guys. And one senior.
1: OK, uh, the next poll we asked was because uh, we did the king. We have to do the queen, yep. the queen of Christmas music with uh, Mariah Carey versus Ariana Grande. Uh, now, yeah, I will say for the record, neither of those two artists generally are really up my alley. But um, the way it turned out, I guess people that like Michael Buble also like Mariah Carey because she, too, got 67 votes and Ariana Grande got 15.
0: And this is—it's funny because Mariah Carey, although she made "All I Want for Christmas Is You," and although it is probably—I mean, I, I hate to say it—it it probably is one of the best Christmas songs ever sang by you know mm-hmm. by someone. I mean, it's it's probably the modern. most
1: iconic one at this point, yeah. like of the last twenty years. That it's, first it's little,
0: yeah, yeah, like that. Definitely, people like
1: everybody knows that. The thing is,
0: name me another song she sang for Christmas.
1: That's true. I mean, if I like, if if you if people probably thought about it, they could probably think of one more. But oh, you probably just like, say "Jingle Bells." You yeah, probably off the it, top but. of your head, like that's one that's instantly recognizable. And the the same thing I think is true for Michael Bublé because his Christmas album from a few years ago is still the best selling Christmas album yeah. of all time and in he has, the world. He did,
0: but he has no he has no original songs on that thing. No, blessed, but he's known for doing his own covers on right because things.
1: he he has like. I would call him like traditionally a jazz type of singer. Yeah, and so he he takes that, but he has such a versatile voice and amazing range. Yeah, and he he's taken all those covers like it's all songs that we know. It's all Santa Claus is coming to town, like all stuff like that.
0: <laughs> Always when I think of that song, Bruce Springsteen just pops in my head, <laughs> and it's no, oh, no, it's no, just no. it's just
1: bad. <laughs> oh no, but Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. Uh. Oh, I just, love Bruce Springsteen for the record, but I do too. Christmas it should just no, celebrate stay away from it, rock. celebrate it, but don't <laughs> sing out. it. Just don't sing it. Stick to your uh, born to run yeah, born, born USA. Oh yeah. Stick to that stuff. But Michael Buble just takes all the songs that we all know. And he, he does them so well in his own way that it, it's understandable why it's the best selling Christmas one there is. Yeah. And it's, it's great.
0: And, and I'll tell you something that I kind of wish I would have put out uh, for bands,
1: mm-hmm. best
0: bands. And I mean, I'm not the biggest fan pen of Pentatonics, but they do have a heck of a Christmas album. If you ask they me, they do, and it, it really is pretty good. And I was gonna put a pull out between th- these are two very biased opinions on my fa- on side on my side, Pentatonics or the Jackson Five. The reason why I say that is because yeah. Jackson Five Christmas album is amazing. If you mm-hmm. ask me, I think it's. I mean, they did that rendition of "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus," and it it went. <laughs> With Michael Jackson uh, oh.
1: singing so high and everything. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Pentatonix versus Voktiv.
0: Okay. But the thing is, I'll, I'll say it again. Maybe three people would know what Voktiv is.
1: Which very, very deeply saddens yeah, me. Yeah.
0: But I mean, that's another podcast.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, we could talk about that, but yes. everybody, if you're not familiar with Voktiv's Christmas work, get familiar with it. It's
0: very impressive. Absolutely. Um, so we're just going to go through... I, I'm, I'll talk about my favorite Christmas song of all time, and I'll tell you why as well. Okay. Um, it's probably going to have to be... It is a little... I'm not going to say it's embarrassing, but it's not something you would think I would pick.
1: Guilty pleasure almost?
0: Mm, well, well, tell me what you think. Okay. It's I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Ever since I was little, when I first heard that song, I... Fell like I felt like it, it like tormented me. I hated it for so long, but then one day my dad sang it to me, uh, right before we went to bed on Christmas Eve. And I remember I was like, Yo, like I actually really like this song. And I remember that it was just in my head for like months after Christmas. And I just started like, I was like, This song, like it, this happened to me when I was six years old, now, even till now whenever I hear it, I always think of like old Christmas times. And so it gets me really happy. It it may be annoying. They're really high pitched.
1: Yeah. There's the kid young sounding straining her voice. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but it, it it always brings back really good memories
1: for me, other than hearing, like everybody knows, like Bing Crosby's classic white Christmas or as something like that. But for whatever reason, um, the Christmas like the whole Christmas album that just puts me in in that mood, like in the the Christmas spirit, that wintertime type of mood. I know I mentioned Charlie Brown Christmas movie before, but the soundtrack soundtrack? to that movie with um the Vince Graldi trio, I mean, I like when I, I, I when I actually took the time to listen to that album all the way through, I mean just the the musicianship and just the piano work on everything like they do like, Oh, Christmas tree. And they do like, uh, I think I do a version of what child and everything. But I mean, that album is just so beautiful and it just, it just really like makes it feel like Christmas for me. Like it yeah. sounds like Christmas when I hear that. It's album. all
0: about those family traditions, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it just always goes back to that. I'll just say one more that I did forget about it. So this also like, this is just my opinion. I'm also a big Stevie wonder guy. Oh yeah. Me and too. he came out with someday at Christmas I, and like it, it, the the reason why I love it is the lyrics, to this song are just it, it really is powerful. It reminds me of um like the uh, what's it the Paul McCartney song, uh, no no John Lennon song, the War Is Over yeah song. Uh, like I just stinking love that song, and I remember listening to this song by Stevie Wonder, and I remember I was like, how does this uh what does it have to do with Christmas? And then I looked up the lyrics. I'm looking my I got them right here. It's, it, it really is really good lyrics and it's more, um, on the fact of, you know, on, on the side of, I want Christmas to be this, this is what I want Christmas to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, the first lyric says someday at Christmas, someday at Christmas, men won't be boys playing with bombs, like kids play with toys. One warm December, our hearts will see where a world, uh, a world where men are free. So it's like really, it really like, it's like strong lyrics. Yeah, and I, I, and I also just love the melody of that song. I, I don't know; it gets me in a good mood.
1: I mean, Stevie's melodies, or we could have a whole podcast on that. But oh, for sure. Just like with those lyrics of how it's it's a Christmas song, but it's spreading that really powerful message too. Is really great.
0: All right, we're we're gonna switch right into um, just some Christmas traditions we have mm-hmm. around our house. Um, I mean, I think we could all talk hours and hours about christmas traditions about mm, absolutely you know what we got um i'll just quick say i'll say one thing that we do uh around my place when around christmas time so like i said in previous podcasts i think it was actually thanksgiving so my dad's 100 percent italian right yeah. and what italian what an italian dish that we do for christmas is called pizzelle it okay. is like a pancake cookie. I would say with a pa- pancake cookie. It, it's it. It tastes sweeter than a pancake, but I would never call it cookie because it's flat, mm. and it kind of looks like a snowflake. It's like a really? big snowflake, and you put powdered sugar on it, right? And it has like vanilla stuff, in it it it, it, it really is amazing. Um, mm. but we'll always come around the table, and we'll always make pastels. And my grandma will send us some from Pennsylvania. I mean, it 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 just always makes me feel like Christmas is here whenever I uh, get a Pitzel. And it, it we've been doing it for years now, and people ask for them all the time. I mean, I'll probably give them to you guys one of these days. We yeah. have to try them, but they You'll really are fantastic.
1: Pretty soon. Um, as I was thinking about this, um, I'll, I'll talk. Uh, I'll talk about like Christmas Day itself, but something that came to mind like just sort of in preparation for Christmas and, and something we would always do. Um, a few years ago when we lived uh, in my old house, which was, um, I think we moved in 2014. So this was like 2013 and, and before. Uh, what we would always do with our Christmas tree is we had, from the time I was born, we had this big like eight foot tall uh, plastic like artificial Christmas tree. Yeah, And it was one of those that, to um <clears throat> to set it up, you would take all of the branches out of the box, unfold them all, and then you put them yeah. with the I little metal hooks later, yeah with the metal hooks into the base, and they'd be labeled with whatever row they were supposed to go on. And I just remember doing that uh, with my mom, and then uh, my brothers would be there too. And we would just spend hours like taking them out. Like it was like this would take up setting up the Christmas tree was a week long process.
0: Oh, we just finished ours and it we set up two weeks ago.
1: Well, we actually stopped doing this when we got to our new house because now we just usually get a real tree every year and just get like ornaments on that. Smart. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, well, I mean, I might have seen it as a pain in the neck back then, but I just have that memory so well of like like having that whole long process of getting out each individual branch unfolding it making sure it was perfect which when me and my brothers did it like my mom would be there and it would never be perfect for her and she would always take them apart and redo them and show us we were doing it wrong and show us how to do it but I remember setting up all the branches and then getting the part the big top part setting that up and then getting the big ribbon the stars the ornaments and everything and picking out which ones we wanted and taking them all out of the boxes and everything so that's just one I always have with me but on for, for Christmas day itself. Um, we always go to my mom's, uh, parents house, my grandparents, uh, in Middletown and we, uh, and their house is, is still, is even smaller than ours, but we would always just pile my family and them and my mom's, uh, sisters and their kids and everybody all down into their, into their, not really their basement, but just like their like living room area. And, uh, we just have the tree down there and everybody it like, everybody would be pretty compacted and close together and like all on couches and have pass around gifts and everything and we'd have our, our big lunch or dinner upstairs in their kitchen, which was always great. And we um we used to do it where we would just like have everybody would be at their own like my family would be at our house in the morning and then we on the twenty fifth and we'd just go straight there. But the way we've been doing it recently is that like we will have all the individual families will have Christmas at their hou- Their houses on the 25th, and then on the 26th, we'll go up to Middletown to see them. And I, I guess it's just because like people are living in different places and they and like making the drive is hard and everything. But yeah, um, that's just my biggest memories of Christmas. And we'll we'll do that again this year and and yeah, hopefully sure. carry that on. But it's a great time and it's it's a lot of fun and always has a lot of fond memories.
0: Oh, I want to say one more thing because when you're talking about the trees, it me well, it rem- remind me of something. Well, didn't remind me of something. Uh, but this is what, if you know who I am, you know who my father is, you know how, you know, he, he loves Christmas. And ever since this year, this year we have a total of three trees. This is the lowest I've ever, like, this is the lowest amount of trees I've ever had in our house.
1: What's the most amount of trees
0: you've ever Last had? year, two years ago, we had nine.
1: As in nine full-size nine trees? Nine full-size
0: Christmas trees.
1: Just spread around Every single
0: one of them fake. And guess I had to put them all up. You? This guy.
1: So just spread her at like every corner of your house had its own tree.
0: I mean, I'll, we're in our we're in my basement right now, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. Also, every tree had a theme.
1: Oh, what were some of these? This themes? one over
0: here. I have one on my left over here. This is the woodland creatures tree. <laughs> all right, this tree has things from moose. Moosen? I don't know what it's called. I think it's just moose. moose. It's like
1: it's like Legos. <laughs> Not Lego, it's moose. <laughs> moose, owls,
0: anything over there. There is one in the right corner over here. This was a Santa and snowman tree, right? So many things. And then we have the family one that has a bunch of just dumb Old ornaments. family pictures and stuff? Yep. And then we have one upstairs that's called the blue and white tree. Personal, dis- like, I, dis- I hated this one. It was a blue tree, a full blue tree. Meaning, like, every branch was blue. It was blue. blue. Everything. <laughs> Okay, It had white stuff everywhere. It was a beautiful tree, but I hated it.
1: Just we, like hated setting it up and everything.
0: Yep, I, I had a bear tree in my room. Gigi had her own. I don't know. Wait, it was um, I think it was angels, maybe hmm. something like that. I forget what it was, uh, but it was like a pink tree. Huh. And then we had uh another tree upstairs in the office, a pink and gold tree.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. It got out of hand. And my mom, I, I don't know what she did, but thank the Lord. That she just
1: she, got the
0: madness under control. I i think what happened is she talked at my dad and he was like, look, well, because I'm not going to lie, full disclosure, we've never gone to Christmas where my dad's like, hasn't like gotten onto us about Christmas stuff. Cause you know, like Christmas has to be perfect. Like for him, which is because he loves it so much and I understand it. But like, you know, he's getting old, you know, you got to help him out more and more. And the thing is, <laughs> I mean, he is, he's getting old. And the thing is, I have to help him out more and more with this stuff. And the thing is, I just don't have a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. So like, he's like, oh, we're going to do three trees this year. I'm like, okay with that. But last year, and the thing is, we put Christmas stuff up right after Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, like the day after? The
0: day after, or sometimes wow. even of. So we we keep it up until January, like mid-January too. So, and the thing is outside, my dad makes wreaths. So if you see any wreaths around the house, my dad's a hundred percent made them. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He likes, he, dude, he's obsessed with Christmas. Um, I mean, there'd be, there's, there's
1: worse things to be obsessed with.
0: Yes. You could. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got that right. Well, I'm just happy, you know, if you drive, if you, if you leave tonight, you and Carter leave tonight, and it's dark, you'll see a house in our neighborhood, brand new people never. I I think they moved in this past month. They have. I swear the first thing they did before they even packed in their stuff was put Christmas lights out and it is ridiculous. It's gross. Like you can see like
1: a bright light from space. You don't all
0: these. You don't even. Yeah, we don't need hide the headlights when you drive by it. It's just (laughs) Uh,
1: your whole thing with the trees reminded me like I know like you said your uh, your mom wanted to get everything under control with the trees. It was almost the exact opposite for me. Because I told you we had the, uh, the fake tree at my old house where we had to set it up every time. When we got to the first Christmas that we had in our new house, my dad, without telling my mom, took the big box with the fake tree in it and put it out for the garbage truck. And it was gone. And my mother was not happy about that. Now, I don't know, I, I don't know if they're it was... They're expensive, man. I know they're expensive. I mean, now granted, we had had it for that point Probably for upwards of 15 years,
0: we've had the tree up there. Actually, that's a new one. We had the old tree for like 20 years. My parents yeah. had for 20
1: years, and so I don't know if it was like just she was sentimental towards it or it was like she just loved the process of doing it so much. But my dad's like, We're we. there's no reason to go through this again. And we that was the first year we ever had a real tree, and that's what we've been doing ever since. No, and I, I, I honestly, have a question, I have a question yeah.
0: about the real tree. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, now the reason why my dad is so particular on getting fake trees is because, quote unquote. We don't have to vacuum as much.
1: Okay. If you put a sheet or cloth or anything underneath the tree, like that's like a good distance around the tree and take that out. As soon before you take it out, you're golden. Okay. Like as long as you have something under it and around it, it's not that bad at all. Um, But I honestly think getting the real tree probably saved everybody a lot of headache because I I actually think it's better for my mom now too, because now like all she has to do is she can like spend as much time as she wants deciding which ornaments she wants and how she wants everything to get set up without having to worry about setting it up and taking it down and everything being like a a week long process and everything. So like we can just have it like all set up and then as soon as it's done we don't have to tear it down and put it away or anything. We can just like either take it out in the backyard and throw it in the woods or <laughs> just get it get someone to come by and pick it up. But yeah. I guess. I guess it's easier now.
0: Yep. Well, from I mean, I I guess, you know, I guess most people I mean, Carter, what do you do for trees? Like real tree or fake tree tree? Fake. See. Fake okay. tree.
1: I understand that though. Like I I get like the vacuuming thing is a really good point. And like the
0: thing that- is well also cool thing about real trees is the, you. <laughs> This is cheap. You don't have to spray it with pine Febreze so it smells like a real tree, which we I have never done did before. that with a fake tree. I had to it for fake tree.
1: I never thought. Actually, you know what? We might have done that, and I just hadn't known about it. But
0: it doesn't smell like pine. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Especially when it's boxed up for 300 days of a year.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, I guess you just weigh your options, whichever one's better. All right, no I think good. that's gonna about do it for this one. So uh, from all of us here, want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, um, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, whatever you're celebrating. And uh, we appreciate you listening, giving us all the support. And uh, thank you very much. We'll see you on the next one.
0: Signing off.